Hi, it's George here from the Unofficial Controller Podcast. Just taking a moment to, first of all, thank you for listening. It means a hell of a lot to us. Secondly, every week we bring you free content, the latest news, the new releases, a feature of note, normally something to do with games or gaming past, be it one of our history of documentaries or an insight into the industry itself or how games have affected us as people. Yes, we incorporate you listeners into that. All we ask is that you drop a little comment on our post on social media and you can get featured on the show. Hey, do you know what? You may even win a prize. The only charge for this is zero pounds, zero pence, zero dollars. That's right. No money. But all we ask is that you like, subscribe and leave a review wherever you found this show. And if you're feeling a little bit cheeky, tell a friend, get them to do the same. We have a Discord that's free for you guys to all join in and get involved in. And the community on Instagram and Twitter is alive and thriving. So don't be a lonely gamer. Make yourself known. Thank you. And now it's time to begin this week's entertainment. Take care, guys. Welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 77, the inevitable Halloween special two, with me, George, as always joined by Bobby, Jason, to my janky. How's it going? Good, good. <laughs> um, well, it's, our, it's the Halloween special, Bobby. So yeah. before we, I've got a little surprise cooked up for you. I think you're going to like it. Okay. But before, and for the listeners, but before we reveal said surprise... Let's give the new listeners and old a rundown how things are going to go. So coming up, we've got some news, and there's a plethora of gaming news in there this week. We've got a feature, which is obviously the inevitable Halloween special Zero Two. <laughs> and then, sorry, apologies for that. I just broke out. I broke I into love character. It. Then, it. seemingly because we're now both based in the US and all hashtags are barred, because of the upcoming presidential election. We can't even see people's admissions to Stingray's boot until after the election. <laughs> Don't ask me why. It's insane, right? So we'll do a special, like a three-week special catch-up. Yeah, we could do a whole episode based around little, Stingray's boot. Stingray. If they demand it, it shall cometh. That'd be dope. After that, the real deal, no presidential election campaign can stop the wheels of the Nissan Bluebird it's the Stingray, the real deal. He's going to shoot up Fifth for Maine with a whole collection of new releases in the boot, mostly Halloween-themed, if the game developers and publishers have got their heads screwed on right, and I'm sure they have. We'll pick out a VHS as well. Then the show ends when I ask Bobby what he's hoping to play. But before I ask him what he's been playing, so I'll just grip that wheel, have a little slurp of whatever energy drink you've got, you know, because of the ongoing corona crisis, you've had to downgrade to a Efridge Fiesta. So you've got to go go Halfords and get one of those cup holders that fits in the air conditioning vent. It's not air conditioning vent, it's just an air circulation vent. You can't put too big a drink in there because it will just pull off because these things yeah. are cheaply made. So he's got a half, he has a half swag, a can of Red Bull, and then pop it in there. You know the smaller cans? That's yeah. about all those things can hold. So just have a swag of that. 
Okay. Grip the wheel. Bobby, while I was sneaking around, because obviously the previous co-host, Tom, was incarcerated here in America for crimes against humanity. God only knows (laughs) what. But I was sneaking around and I found it must be, I'm presuming it must be for his like spooky parties that he does, but I found like a dungeon. So follow me down the corridor. Where is this? It's, don't worry. It's okay. In this cupboard, don't ask me why I was doing this, but in this cupboard here, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'll, I've been a bit bored because we've not really been allowed out, etc. So I ripped up these these floorboards and then I broke through this concrete floor underneath it. And then underneath that was another set of floorboards, which I ripped out. But I found this like little dungeon that he's got. So if we wow, just you were busy. Wow, I, the week. Some would say he probably didn't want me to find it, but I found it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. some, would, some would say this might be off limits, but you know, once I got down there, I realised it would be the perfect place for Halloween. So if I just lift up this door, yeah, we climb down this ladder. Now it's only red lights in here, so I'll pop the lights. Which is cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So now we're down here. You can see why I thought it'd be perfect. I mean, look at all this sort of what. I would call uh, torture stuff. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird looking. Uh, right. kind of. Uh, listen, what's that over there on the top left corner? Oh, you mean this? It looks like a little, uh, I don't know, like a leather with a ball. Uh, I, d- I don't know. Maybe it's like a... I mean, yeah. It, it looks suspicious, but I'd imagine it's just like a shin pad or something or some sort of knee knee guard. I wouldn't like to imagine someone put that ball in their mouth. I think that would be a bit strange. That would be pretty odd. Um, also, this leather outfit, it's full-zipped leather outfit. Yeah. That's also well, you know, there's kind a lot, of odd. Maybe there's a lot of... Halloween films that you know it's it's maybe a, uh, I didn't really look around at all this uh, well I'll of, tell you what what that little swing in the right hand corner that's, yeah that's not a hammock dude it's I was gonna sit in that and do the show I, I, yeah I wouldn't I probably wouldn't sit there it's kind of suspicious looking okay it's got it's took on like a and you know I would like to think that looks like a Indiana Jones prop whip, but yeah, looks kind of shiny to me. Now that we're down here, and someone else is like, I was just running on adrenaline because you mm-hmm. know, once you've ripped up a floorboard and then drilled through concrete and then gone through another floorboard and you find a door, you kind of just hyped. And yeah. I hopped down here and I found a couple of what I presume was Mumsy's um, things. Uh, mm-hmm. I've hidden those. Okay. Save embarrassment. I don't know how they managed to get all the way over here. He likes to bring mum's things with him to remind him of her, Mumsy. Interesting. Um, but we'll move all that to one side. What's all these little VHS tapes? I, I presume... That's definitely not what we're picking every week. Just, I... I feel bad to have... Obviously, he must have had something going on here. He sealed it. Thank goodness the police weren't as curious as me. Um, but anyway, seeing as we're down here, red lights, the chair with straps on, do you know what? 
you sit there. I'm I mean, if it's the mood, so let's just sit here. Exactly. You sit in the chair. I'm not going to strap you in it, okay? Uh, and I'll sit in the swing. Yeah, let's just not strap each other in anything. No. Okay. It sounds good. Uh, well, it's as Halloween as this show's ever going to get, I guess. Uh, it's Halloween, but also kind of strangely romantic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's the red light, man. It's just, I don't know. I think he'd have done another 12 years on top of his two life sentences if they'd ever found this place. 100%. 100%. You know. Odders, relax your grip a little bit on that wheel, friend, as I ask, in a suitably scary setting, <laughs> Bobby, what have you been playing? Well, I'll tell you what. I finished and completed Vampire. Vampire? And... The storyline, really, really enjoyed it. Oh, really? Even the ending. Yeah, but storyline was never the issue. The issue is everything else, like actually playing the game. Mm. It loads mid-action sequence. It shuts down while you're saving. Thankfully, I didn't have any file corruption. Uh, The combat gets worse, and then the bosses get easier. So I don't know what's going on. But you're supposed to play the game twice, so the good guy and the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I cheated. All right. I got to the sixth chapter. I made a save of the good guy to my USB. I played the game as a bad guy to get all those trophies. And I reloaded my save to play as a good guy because I cannot fail to play this game twice. So that's what I did. It's that good. It's that good. So the storyline. <laughs> amazing but listen it's not even worth it you better off just watching the youtube uh cutscene because don't play it's horrible do you know yeah. what one thing i'm gonna say you look amazing under a red light it's, it's the hair bro it's really like reflective it's beautiful yeah even my eyebrows look so sick come on fleek bro what? remember the kids said that i don't know if they're still around but trying to be young for the young kids eyebrows on fleek I think <laughs> I'm not down enough with the kids to know what any of this means. I just heard that. And then uh, I played a little bit of Zombie Army Trilogy. Okay. And then I actually played some Rogue Company with my little nine year old cousin, Leah. Uh, listen, before I played with her, I had about, I don't know, 24 wins. Mm-hmm. I played with her for like five hours. Up to 40 wins. So clearly. Does she listen I to the think, show because she's our target audience? I told her about it and she didn't believe me. So I said, when I finish this episode, I'll send you the link and you'll hear your name within the first 10 minutes. Perfect. Maybe she'll believe me. She'll think that we're famous. Someone argued that we. Well, Tom's infamous. I said and we're so famous that. Zedless yeah, celebrities. Like cult status following. For real. If. I reckon if a new bodega opened up on this block, me and you would be first dibs to open it up. Not only that, we should have a sandwich in Naples. We should have a what? A sandwich in Naples. We tell Jose, call the unofficial control pa- unofficial controller podcast sandwich. But instead of getting a regular bread, you get like the bread that makes no sense. Fake bread. Yeah. You know, or like you those to- little gummy pizzas and hot dogs you can get. Yeah, yeah. The bread would be made out of that. Hundred percent. It's unofficial bread. So that's perfect. I think I'd be a hit. You know, you could do half American cheese, half like 
Marmite. I don't know. Throw it on there. Yeah. Okay. Consider it. Beautiful. We'll talk to him. You talk. I don't think he understands me, so I'll let you talk to him. I haven't even talked to him. It's just better that way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, um. So is mean? that it? Is that your gaming profile? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What I'm gonna play next, but we'll see. What have you been playing? Yeah, I'm struggling with what to play next. I've been. I've got GTA 4 to the to the mission before the end game sequence, except I think my save is corrupted somehow because it will not make the phone call. 40 hours no. to this point. I've read one thing where I need to take... I need to make sure certain friends are above a certain level of friendship, so I might need to take Kate, um, the Irish sister, on a few um, dates to try and lift her likeness level up. You're playing on PS3, right? Yeah. But when if, you finish playing, mm-hmm. you save to USB? Nah, save That's to the must. hard drive. That's a must. Every single time I finish playing a game, no matter what time it is, boom, save to USB. I have more uh, faith. If I lost a save file, I, I'm done. It's not lost. It just And it plays all normally, but it just you meant to get that phone call within a couple of in-game days, and I've been a week and nothing. Oh my god! And there's barely anything on the online about it. Like a few people have had the problem, and a few people suggest fixes, but no one's come back and said, "Oh, this is the problem." Apart from a few people saying, "Oh, you say it's corrupted, you'll have to start again." And I'm thinking, no, <laughs> please no. I hope not. I've uh, been doing a little bit more, Catherine. I've also um, put Infamous Two in the other day for the first time so I played Infamous 1 and really enjoyed it like really enjoyed it, yeah, thought it was a great it. game mm-hmm. played Infamous 2 and I thought it asked you uh, or it, it loaded up your save from Infamous 1 but it didn't seem to ask me any of that, it just sort of set me into the game so I was a bit disappointed there, I thought oh, I've put a load of effort, to? yeah apparently so yeah you, you bring in your coal from Infamous 1 so whether you were a good guy or a bad guy in Infamous 1 it kind of picks up your. It says, "Oh, found save from Infamous," and then brings it oh, through. I'm not sure if I. It's been a long time. I don't know. Either which way, it's. I thought one was great. It's more of the same, but the graphical fidelity has been dialed up, and yeah. you know, a hell of a lot. Will I continue with that? Maybe. I've got so many. I can't seem to settle on a game at the moment. I'm like, I'm excited for the next gen that's just around mm-hmm. the corner. Uh, and I keep finding games. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I always thought I'd play, get around to playing that. I'll put that in. I do ten minutes, and it's like, oh no. It's like the other day, I started playing on PlayStation Two. I started playing SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Career mode, and I found myself playing it. Just sat there, mindlessly pressing the buttons for two hours. Won the US Championship. Uh, I'm next up at the pay per view, I'm in a tag team championship match, which I'm all hyped for. They asked me if I wanted to go on a tour of London, uh, to a, a show in London. I was like, yeah, I want a piece of that, so I'm going there. <laughs> you know, it's all going on on PS2 and PS3. PS5's coming out, and I'm playing PS2 and PS3. What's wrong with me, Bobby? I need my... I think I need trepanning and someone inspecting my brain. And I think... Yeah, I, think I think you're just in hype mode. You just... You don't want to really commit, commit, because you know it's coming out. You're going to play the PS5, so... That's like me. See, I'm, I might just play something small. Yeah, I don't want to pay. Right. I don't want to commit because once once AC Valhalla uh, uh, comes out, that's that's Lincoln awesome. Cathedral confirmed to be in the game. I'm excited for that for you guys. That's gotta be awesome. Hype train complete. Roll out. Yakuza coming out as well. 
uh, and all the good things coming. So excited for that. I guess saying that, that's me and you, one and done on what we're hoping to. What am I sat on? Oh, listen. What are these motion likes? I don't know why. Because down, down, down the way, some yeah. more, some more of my lights came on. I don't say we move out this first area because I could see the ladder and the hatch, and I know we can get out. I don't. Yeah, no, I'm comfortable here. I think we can get out quickly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so... passing that table with the other stuff on it. No. What is that other There's something purple over there. I don't know. That's Mumsy's. That's Mumsy's private stuff. Okay. Okay. So he we'll must have. We'll he must have there. brought that here from Farmerton and put it there on the table. Yeah. I wish we'd just maybe carved the pumpkin and recorded it upstairs now. But yeah, is this even a cellar or is it like a subfloor between floors that he's carved out himself? Well, you said you went through two concrete. That's this is a sub sub basement. Yeah, it's a sub basement (laughs) because we've been to the basement. The laundry room's in the basement. I t- you know we're we're what, below the laundry room for sure. When when British people get bored, as you've seen in The Great Escape, we just dig tunnels. And I, I've been really bored, and I thought it would be a perfect place to sort of put floor fake foot. I never expected to find this hatch, and I never expected to find all these. I'm presuming these are his audition tapes. I mean, because he's an actor. Sounds great. It does. It's got a boom to it, hasn't it? it does. Kind yeah. of impressive, really. Yeah. Well, and. That looked like it was like soundproofing. I don't think I don't think that's insulation at all. You know, this is this is this is really dark. I think after the show, we should just hold hands, okay, and just run down the end of that and just see where this ends. And if we don't see you next week, uh, call the police. Call out to the listeners. Yeah. If you don't if you don't hear from us in a week's time, call the police. Yeah, because then we, don't, we can't do the podcast if we're missing. So you should. Well, Bobby, if we don't come back and they do call the police, you might think that the listeners would call the news. But this week we got their back. It's time for the news. We've scoured the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, do you want this? Because this is this is right in your wheelhouse, my Halloween friend. Yeah, I do. It's uh, ring in the future. Good news, everyone. Elden Ring is still alive. The From Software title, which has pretty much remained silent since its reveal at E3 2019, has been subject to many a rumor over the last few months. There's been talk of development hell and even cancellation, but there's never been any concrete evidence to back up these claims. Fortunately, From Software has once again acknowledged the game's existence, and well, that's all about your getting for now. The developer took the Twitter uh, in order to remind everyone that Elden Ring is still a thing, they said we release an update for a secure Shadow Die twice. Thank you so much for all our new players who supported the game since, since its release over a year ago. We hope you enjoy the new content. We also greatly appreciate all the enthusiasm and support shown for Elden Ring, our next dark fantasy RPG. We hope you look forward to it. I am looking forward to this. Brilliant news. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's still alive and kicking, which. There's been a lot of rumours saying it's been cancelled, but hey, I just think it's a it's a big game, and they've all got yeah. busy on it. And, and if got you're dealing with George R. R. Martin, then you know it takes it's probably going to get anything. game one's probably going to come in about six sections as, as he writes it, separated by years and years and years. Still waiting for the book six, Game of Thrones. Okay, Song of Fire and Ice. 
<laughs> Here's some more news. Not out the woods yet. There's been a roller coaster unfolding on social media and enthusiast forums today after Ubisoft included a throwaway comment in a blog post suggesting that several of its Assassin's Creed and PlayStation VR titles would not be playable on the PlayStation 5 via backwards compatibility. Most of our catalogue of games will have backward compatibility between the next and current generations of console, with a few exceptions, a spokesperson for the French firm said. These games allegedly include Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Assassin's Creed Chronicles Trilogy Pack, Assassin's Creed Chronicles India, Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia, Risk, Star Trek Bridge Crew, Werewolves Within, and Space Junkies. It's a considerable assembly of titles, particularly when you consider Sony recently said that only 10 PS4 games would not work on PS5. We've reached out to Sony and Ubisoft for a comment on this, but we're yet to hear back from either company. So no surprise there, Bobby. A spokesperson for the latter firm did, however, provide Gamatsu with the following comment. We've pulled the Ubisoft Connect article and forum post regarding backwards compatibility for the time being, as there may be inaccuracies involving the Ubisoft titles that will be playable on PS5. On the PlayStation Store, releases like Assassin's Creed Syndicate include a disclaimer explaining that the game may exhibit errors or unexpected behavior, and some features available on PS4 may be absent. However, there's no mention of it being unplayable. Perhaps Ubisoft is simply unhappy with the aforementioned title's performance in backwards compatibility mode, or perhaps this is a big old mix-up. We'll update you if we hear more, or if one of the mighty at Sony or Ubisoft crawl down out of their tree and drop me and you a line here in sunny New York, Bobby. Chances of that happening? Slim to none. But you know what? We report what we find. That's it. Uh, next we got What's your Switch. thoughts on that, by the way? You... Uh, I never played any of those games. You've never played Assassin's Creed Syndicate? No. I started with Origins and Odyssey. And then oh, wow. Od- and then um, Odyssey DLC had the free Assassin's Creed 3 remaster, which I yeah. played. I loved it. Oh my! Mm, 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 mm. Loved it. So the it, best it did. Game. It did kind of make me want to go back uh, a little further to play the game because I really like the homestead and you know it's a good idea that I like. It. I don't know why they didn't do it for this one, but it's a reboot, I guess, of the gameplay. So uh, it's the same. Uh, I mean, Assassin's Creed Three is exactly the same gameplay. Uh, as, the other ones, right? Well. Uh, not really. I always found that Connor carried more weight and heft, and the way the camera—I need to go back and play it again. Really, yeah. Because in the remaster, I feel like when you hit somebody, it was like a, you know you felt the weight at least. Yeah, and I felt the, like the, the camera games, was lower, and then looking up more at his neck. Yes, if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, the yeah. character really filled the screen. And no, the, no, I like it. The processing power of. Or what they managed to leverage out of the last gen consoles mm-hmm. made that game look made. I remember reading an article because I always researched the games that are playing. I found mm-hmm. a, an article where Ubisoft was saying we want we wanted this game to feel next gen on current gen, and I tell you what, they damn near achieved it in my opinion. I mean, the remaster was great, so I can only imagine the original because the remaster just updated the graphics and lighting and stuff like that, but the gameplay. From what my friend said, was exactly the same. Mm. Well, I I so, found I think the PS3 version or the Xbox 360 version or whatever, in, in its original 
incarnation actually looks better because there's a little bit of mist and fog at distance as well which i think Mm -hmm. would be around those places i feel the remaster can be a little bit too clear you know industrial center cities would be smogged up yeah it's like the return to arkham remaster or arkham asylum city Mm -hmm. it doesn't look as good even though it's improved graphics yeah it's 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 way better on the original system yeah i agree they use that murkiness and dithering to Mm -hmm. add tone and I feel like when texture. you hit somebody, you hit somebody. Whereas the new games, it's just like any other hack and slash. Mm, very. You know? And that's my sound effect. That's a story. Yeah. Okay. I like that's, it. People were like, what was that? That's that's a sword. So, yeah. I don't know what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like a sword at all. But that's I what had, I had a high-pitched noise in front of that, and you got choo-choo-choo-choo. You got lasers. Yeah, right? true. You've got the You've got the gateway to a million sound effects, to the playground sound effects right there. Yeah. I used to be really good at sound effects, but I feel nervous doing them on air. Maybe we'll save that for another episode. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What's up next in the news bundle, Bobby? New switch, not needed. Stingray's tearing up the driveway pretty soon. With With this and his boot, of that we have no doubt, but it's fair to say that the new Nintendo Switch fans expected to see control hitting their console in 2020. Even if the version they gotten leverages the power of cloud rather than the Switch's built-in processing grunt. Remedy's award-winning action title is a welcome addition to the Switch library nonetheless. And alongside Hitman 3, could be the first of many AAA releases to come to the console via the wonders of streaming technology. Remedy's community director, Thomas Hua, said on the matter, I think it's safe to say there would be no control on Switch without the cloud. We did decide, we did dedicate some time a while ago to do some due diligence on what would be, uh, on what would be, on what it would take to produce a Switch port with external partners, but deemed it not possible for a, vi- for, for, for a variety of reasons. The bottlenecks are all of those things you mentioned uh, technical, financial, and personal. It's not a question of want, of course. Remedy in 505 games want control on many platforms, the Switch included. If only it would be that easy. Trust me, one of the hardest things in making games is all the compromises you have to make. Getting games to very different hardware platforms is really time-consuming and tough. Our Northlight engine is really not built to work on the Switch, which I say goes for most engines. So you have to spend a significant amount of time engineering to make that happen. When you have to think about all the work is worth just for one game, when you should be getting the engine ready for next gen in the future, we would rather ensure that our tools and teams are ready for the future game as well as they can be, rather than going back and doing the kind of work that would be very one-off thing. So, Switch owners, through the medium of cloud computing software, are getting to play Control. How awesome is that? Now, I've kept my eyes peeled to see if we saw any comparisons between Control on the Switch and the PS4 and Xbox One as an example. Mm-hmm. If it's using cloud computing, you'd imagine they might as well go all out and deliver the best graphical-looking version of Control they've ever released, with mm-hmm. full ray tracing and everything, right? And then suddenly the Switch owners are getting a better version. But it all depends on bandwidth, etc. So is this going to save Nintendo's bacon? Do they need a new Switch if this is the case? Are they just going to use big cloud computing mastered suites somewhere and... If you've got a switch, you double down for games for the rest of forever or not? I don't know. Like when I got my switch, 
I just got it for really Nintendo games, you know, mm. or maybe smaller indie titles that I would never probably play on the PlayStation or Xbox because they don't, they can't graphically hold up. Mm. And I don't, I, I'm really going to hold in my hands The Witcher 3 for all those hours or playing on a TV. I'd rather play it on a bigger system, bigger boy system. Bigger boy. <laughs> you know? The Switch the is no, no joke. It's big, but it's not going to compete with Xbox or you know playstation no i and i wouldn't buy a brand new triple a game that was released three years ago for the switch everybody probably already has it for their main system that's in the house is where the switch is the secondary go-to platform there must be some houses out there the millions and millions that have been sold where the switch is a primary console yeah true but i have to spend nintendo games on it Mario Kart's great. Legend of Breath of the Wild is great. Uh, the AVGN game got released, part one and two. Wow, looks looks great. You know, my my friend got The Witcher. Not even not as good. No, well, it was probably always going to struggle on there, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's not utilizing this cloud. I saw a Digital Foundry video on that, and oh, my goodness gracious me, it looked like Witcher on the N sixty four. It was that much of a downgrade. I mean, I still think the Switch. You know. Look, handheld looks better than PS Now or PS the cloud, what's it called? Remote game, remote play. Oh yeah, yeah. Bro, the PlayStation not very good. I was sitting next to my router and I could not really move the controller. He was just re- way off. You played this on Vita? No, on, on my phone. Oh, I've never tried it. I've never tried nah, the remote play app on my phone. It's not good. And my friend came over, he has an Xbox. Yeah. And he brought his controller over and I logged into my Wi Fi and it plays just like, you know, a Vita or a Switch game, just very responsive. And wow. I, I logged into my, I, he downloaded a PS remote play for PlayStation on his phone. Yeah. And that same thing, it just, it's off. It's like two, three seconds off. You can't really play a game like that. It's annoying. I have pretty good internet, so I don't know. It's interesting. We might need to do an episode on that. We'll have to investigate a little bit more. Anyway, question is, Bobby, did we miss anything? And let's face it, we more than likely did. Do you have an opinion, dear listener, or a take on the news that we missed? Have we made a mistake? Any questions for us? Send them in, because this is a place where we'll answer them. Before we get carried away... And I tell you to tell me to tell you how to tell the listeners how to interact with the show. Monthly winner of the best competition of the month is who, Bobby? This was a hard one. Okay. So, I put down three people who I thought made the most comments that I enjoyed, and they really commented a lot, even on other people's comments. Yeah. And I just did a little shuffle in the hat. And I pulled out King P underscore Icon 79. And it was close, bro. King GP Icon 79. It's not King GP, because there's, there's, there's already a G in King. King P. So it's King P underscore Icon 79. Is it kin as in family member GP Icon 79? Ooh, look at you, bro. So did he have? Has he got a family member that won the championship in 1979? Is it Mario Andretti? Is it Michael Andretti in disguise? Either which way, 
reach out to us king and we'll let you know how to pick your prize out of the plethora of things that you can choose from we if got lots of there, comment this month oof, i'll tell you what next week no, you this great. month is tough next week's going to be even tougher it's, it was great so congratulations thank you for listening thank you to everyone that comments and contributes to the show all you got to do is leave a comment on our weekly post on instagram it's not even difficult or if you're not even on instagram you can do it on twitter twitter and if you're that compelled that you hate social media but you're a fan of podcasts bobby how could the collected masses get in contact with us if they didn't like social media questions at unofficial control unofficial controller podcast how legit are we we've got a proper email address yeah that we pay a king's ransom for on a monthly basis Uh and we've also got a place where fans of the show can go get to know each other even every now and then we grace them with our presence on there and sometimes from New York Penitentiary Tom gets signal through the bars and even he comments on there. Although he's getting more irrational on a daily basis with his comments. Bobby, what's the other medium in which they can become part of the unofficial controller podcast family? You can join the Discord. Wow. And you can join it by going to the Instagram page, clicking the link tree option for Discord. How because it's a, it's a code that apparently changes every hour. Really? Yeah, I clicked it, shared it with a few people, and the next day I clicked it to share with a few more people, and it was a different code. So they just got to go to the Instagram or the mm-hmm. Twitter, click the link tree, on there's an option that will take you to our Discord page, clickety-click-click-clickety-clue, and you're there. And you'll be welcomed into the welcoming bosom of such notable listeners as Retro Gamer Thomas, Adam the Artist, Boba Loba will smother you in bearded love, Finster Gamer will foist you across his head like a Victorian weight and then drop you down on his knees and smother you in leopard skin loincloth. To be honest, you couldn't really ask for much more, could you? No, not at all. Well, Bobby, that's the news done. Let's do it. It's time for the feature. Now, because it's Halloween, because we're a video game podcast, we call this the Inevitable Halloween Special, and we're now on two. We do it in Roman numerals, because that's how the bigger boys do it, okay? Next year is going to be three eyes. The year after that is going to be IV. Baby, <clears throat> cannot wait. <laughs> cannot wait to break into the double Roman numerals. Then you know you've made it. Yeah. It's that time of the year again. Pumpkins at the door, movies that freak you out on repeat, and sweets filling our little pails or big buckets, depending on the size of human being we are. Stories around the neighborhood of that spectral apparition and us dressing in what can only be described as a myriad of screen horror legends or some complete random thing just because, why not, Bobby? It's Halloween. It's at this moment we feel especially inspired to pop into our machine, a choice of video game, but not just any game, a Halloween-themed or horror-themed game. We've all been there, but horror's one genre especially favoured by the video game world and one that excels. But these games take on new meaning around this time and add to that feeling we all get as the leaves turn brown and we light whatever fires or ignite those gas boilers as we want to feel warm, safe, snuggle up to our nearest and dearest. 
hidden behind a warmed beverage of our choice and a pillow. This week, for our special, we reached out to you to ask what jump scare got you best or what game left you shaking like a deficient dog. We've been overwhelmed this week on all our social pages with your responses, so it delights us to delve in. Uh, (laughs) That got you, Bobby, didn't it? You know, there's no swears on this show, so I had to reach deep to come up with that one. Uh, That's great. Um, Before we dive in and ask our our beloved listeners, what jump scare got you the most? I mean, there were there were three that really got me bad. Okay. Well, you know, and this I just I played so many Harvey that nothing really kind of scared me anymore. Yeah. But a good jump scare always gets you. Guaranteed. Like PT, the game gave me the creeps. Yeah. But when I got caught by whatever her name was, I forgot Lisa. the first time. Yeah, bro. I mean, I I screamed. I, I threw my headphones off. That kind of got me good, which I appreciate. I loved it. My heart was pounding. Amazing. Dead Space, the end. Like, the whole game was kind of just, you know, kind of creepy, but nothing too... It was intense, but nothing too scary. It's like a space shooter, wasn't it? I didn't. I never felt... Yeah. I mean, I played it after, and once the graphics have worn off a little bit, these things tend to not yeah. to be as free. I mean, but... you put the headphones on, you play in the dark, and the sound is amazing in the game, considering mm. it's a PS3 title. So, the whole atmosphere is kind of creepy, but not guess nothing too scary, especially for a veteran. But the ending of the game, <laughs> where I beat it, I was like, "Wow, man, it's amazing!" I have coffee, and then something happened. Yeah, the, I spilled my coffee on my fur, my neck, my chin, my chest. Burning hot coffee. It got me so good, which I appreciated, but also was was painful. <laughs> and. Five Nights at Freddy's. My friends kept talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. I reviewed it just a couple days ago on my Instagram page. Not the scariest game. I don't understand what really the hype was. I thought it was a decent game. Mm-hmm. But once a character catches you, the screen just goes black. And apparently there's a delay, there's a random order of seconds that once the screen goes black, the enemy will pop up. I had no idea. I thought, okay, I got caught, black screen, I'll start, you know, it's going to restart. Mm-hmm. No, that didn't happen. Okay. Freddy jumped up right in front of the screen with a loud, super weird loud noise. I got so scared, bro, that I farted and fell off my chair. <laughs> okay. I did not expect that at all. That never that I think that was going to happen. So that was, that was great. Those are the really ones. Oh, an alien isolation. You think you're you're hidden from the alien? The exomorph? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. you're not. No, you're not. If he even gets a a side eye glance of you go somewhere and you think you're safe, it gets real quiet. You're like, okay, I'm safe. I'll wait a little bit to come out. No, no, he goes right in. That's always kind of nerve nerve wracking. Did I? I can't remember if it was you I was telling about this on air or not. But did you know Alien Isolation? If you've got a PlayStation camera, it uses the mic on the PlayStation camera. So if you're screen, if you're like, oh, God, that was close, the alien can hear that for and real, zone, for real, and zone in on you. Oh my God, that makes it more intense. So you have to stay quiet. 
I had no idea. And the PlayStation camera's mic is really, as you've seen when I've streamed, it's very sensitive. It'll pick you up on a yes. sofa four meters away. So it can hear your breathing. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool, man. Maybe I'll play it again, maybe. I think you should. No, that There's was... an option at the beginning, um, camera on or off for microphone, and you can select on, and then obviously it Ooh. can hear every noise you make. So you've got, even when you're moving the controller around, you've got to be quiet. You can't, you know... If Eva bursts in one minute, she's like, what do you want for tea? And the alien rips the cupboard door off and <laughs> rips your throat clean out. You're like, Eva! That's awesome. Um, jump scares have got me. I'm trying to think back. I'm not really, what I would say, a horror fiend. Mm-hmm. Never really been like absolutely dedicated to it. I know some people are, and especially this time of year, people get really excited about it. I would say... Resident Evils I've always loved. I don't know why. I don't really consider the zombie genre to be uh, horror, really. Um, but the original Resident Evil, I got that at launch. You know, At the yeah. time, it looked fantastic. And mm-hmm. the gameplay now feels clunky, but at the time, it was very much cutting edge, really. Sure was. And you never doubted the tank controls or anything. And there's a section where you walk through the hallway and the dogs, oh, I think yeah. they're called Cerberuses, jump through yeah. the glass... Yeah, I remember playing that, and I was oh god, you know, I yeah, didn't yeah, expect yeah. it. And you, and when you first ever play Resident Evil for the first time, you're you don't realise how s- s- sort of survivalist you need to be with ammo. So I'm like blatting around because of the tank controls. It's quite hard to aim down at the dogs. They're actually quite a menace Mm -hmm. because normally you fire on the horizontal plane, but you need to pull down while aiming on the stick to shoot them and then leaping around all over the place. And then from that moment till I finished it, I didn't trust anything. (laughs) No room, no window, no door. Wasn't there a similar thing like a little later on in a level with a bunch of ravens? I think so, yeah. Like on the rooftop of the... That got me too. <laughs> it was just... there's, um, there's a similar scare with dogs in Code Veronica, but by that point in time, I think we're also hardened to it. It, mm-hmm. it didn't really matter. I too, like you, all the way through Dead Space, like I only played it, It was I think it was this year actually, just before uh, Corona really took hold. I thought I played Dead Space. I never played it. I always wanted it. You know, it was a pound. You know, I had mm-hmm. it on the shelf. I thought, yeah, I'll put it on. I've heard good things was half expected to be a little freaked out by it but the graphics weren't that amazing that I, w- I mean at the time I think if I'd played it at the time the environment would have freaked me out loads more but it didn't freak me out because I could see how the game was bolted together mm. got through it all a little bit the stuff was I said I, I think I was more filled with anxiety because of the lack of ammo uh, yeah. available and the stream of bad guys coming at you, oh my was, God, you hordes. was was never ending at times and you had to be cutting limbs in the right way to disable them and even then mm. they crawled forward with a stump <laughs> and it's oh my god you know what's it going to take to put these dudes down so you decapitate them as well and right at the end you get on a spaceship and there's a special little jump scare there yeah. as a reward yeah you you, you, you know i was when he dived in and the screen sort of goes black and it loads up the cutscene, I was like, oh, brilliant, you know, <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah. a pro gamer here. <laughs> and the frustrating thing is, I, I'd i done a full pistol run bar firing two spinning blades, I think, or less, mm-hmm. and really out of experimentation. The rest of the time I'd use the pistol. So mm-hmm. I was super proud of myself. I was like, oh, I've done this. And, you know, 
I kind of I kind of trick myself that well maybe only two rounds doesn't count on the spinning saw blade maybe you know maybe maybe I'll still get the pop for the pistol oh no obviously I didn't but I was feeling good about myself yeah, you know, yeah. I finished this game with pistols. this is an achievement put the c- controller down and then boom like oh got me good like I didn't have boiling hot coffee in a mug but I tell you yeah, what yeah that was a good one it got me real good other than that, I'm trying to think of games that have like got my subconscious going. I think the original Fatal Frame or whatever the version was on the original Xbox that I played kind of freaked me out to the point of like, mm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, mm, I'm not so much enjoying this as more being sort of freaked out. I think yeah, the atmosphere, the Japanese at, like atmospheric horror games like mm-hmm. that, they're they're really good though. They, they know how they know what they're doing. That had a particular sort of angle to it where you could only see through the camera as well mm-hmm. so things were there but they weren't there and yeah that tends to sort of get my heart racing a little bit we're going to now take a deep dive I already pre-brought the mail bag down here Bobby and it's literally busting at the seams yeah it's a lot but it's good let's do it first out he's a massive Resident Evil fan and he was a regular contributor, but he's found his way back in. It's Davy Bones. He says, without doubt, the first Resident Evil when the aha, Cerberus jumps through the window in the hallway. I'm sure this is a very common answer. Well, just me and you, Davy, probably. Mm-hmm. But that's because it was so impactful. It was. I agree with him. That yeah. was good. No, I mean, I'd, I don't think really I'd played horror-themed games before Resident Evil were pretty much just gore fests. Yeah. Like, side scrolling slash and then the arm falls off and there's blood and it's like well I'm not really that bothered about pixelated blood mm-hmm. but Resident Evil had a, an ambiance an atmosphere didn't it yeah I think, like zombie games it's hard to be scared of them now because there's so many like, yeah. people so used to them like what can they really do like Days Gone again zombies okay they run big deal what kind of gets you nervous is in the daytime when you go into the cave to like get them out and you don't really see them behind you. Yeah. And then you turn around, oh my God, that, you know, that's what gets you really. The 900 zombies running after you, it's not, not a big deal. Like any video game, you just, you know, take them down. Yeah, but, for me, it wasn't that they were scary in themselves. Yeah. It was just that I looked how many there were and then real, like, did the maths with the amount <laughs> yeah, of magazines, yes, the yeah. ammunition that I had. And it was like, oh, this doesn't work very well. Just and, like Resident Evil. Oh my god, there's a 900 zombie. I, I have two. Well, I gotta get out of here now. Forget about it. I'm not gonna take them all out. Resident Evil played it a little bit more. Each zombie in Resident Evil carries more weight though, because there's like one or two yes. or three. Yeah. And they some they slumber slowly, but what played into the tank controls was that you move slowly, mm-hmm. so you had to be so. Precise, boom, boom, headshot, headshot, headshot. Or if you cut playing knife run, you yeah. know, you got a knife, knife. You got, you got to be quick. And one slip up, and you're done. Definitely a game you cannot miss. Uh, no, not at all. I think, I think for respect to the to the brand, you've got to go back and play it on Saturn or PC or PlayStation One, the original version. Yeah. Who's up next out the mailbag? Have a rummage and who you got. We got Johnny Johnny Sisland Gaming. <laughs> no, Johnny Johnny's Island Gaming. I reckon that's a reference to Vita Island. Probably. 
he said uh dead space one in the elevator and the elevator casually stopping every minute for some xeno to jump out to jump down and scare the life out of me Ooh, with a yeah. crying face and two eyes yeah those were pretty intense too that it's normally in elevators in games it's a time when it loads and you think yeah. you're safe <laughs> dead space <laughs> one it's like you know what you thought well as about we lob a xeno in there in a very short space yeah and, and you struggle to get the angle to deal with one i feel like i don't know i was going to double check with you but retro gene i don't reckon i've heard his name in the in the feature definitely before. don't remember no okay. so you know what he is he he's is a, a spooky new, new listener, listener. <laughs> retro that sounded is... more like i'm a schwarzenegger than a scary guy it's the best we can do we're a budget you're, podcast all right you're right you're we right. swing with the biggers we swing with the big boys but we're only packing a chip alata. Retro Gene says, I absolutely loved the Silent Hill series and was so disappointed when PT never came out. Mm-hmm. Of recent games, I love to say Layers of Fear 2 was really good, plus the Blair Witch game. Keep up the great work. Look forward, Looking forward to this episode. Thumbs up emoji. Retro awesome. Gene, you are a grade A human being. Do the next one. Want me to do the next one? Yeah, okay. yeah. The wonderful Danny plays. She says, The first Outlast game terrified me from start to finish. I had to play it in short bursts. Sweating but smiling emoji. The biggest jump scare for me was unexpectedly in Bioshock. One or two I don't remember during the hospital stroke nursery. Bad memory? Don't worry, Danny. All these games meld into one. Where something jumps out of a bed. Those games were such a breeze for me, so God was completely down on I wasn't expecting it. Practical, laughing till I cry emoji, practically had a heart attack. Yeah, Bioshock was a game, when I first played it, its sense of dread and foreboding. I played it when it first came out on 360. I mm-hmm. uh, got it at launch. That game got me good. Like the shadows and those like drug-fueled cretins sort of jumping around. And you're like, oh, my goodness gracious me. Because the splices were pretty freaky in uh, in Bioshock, considering the time. There weren't any horror tropes, so to speak. There wasn't any supernatural involvement, but mm-hmm. it was certainly a pretty intense experience, I would say. Interesting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Didn't play them. You've never them. played it? No, I have to play them. I have the collection. I could probably finish the first one before. Bobby, that's what you need to do. And then we, uh-huh. we could do the history of Bio- Bioshock episode. Okay. I like it. I think that would be an absolute winner. Who's Better next? Down. We have a young adult male. <laughs> okay. He says, I only have one game in mind. Resident Evil 2, LOL. Both PS4 and N64 versions. Donkey Kong 64 has some pretty great levels. Oh, how can I forget? Fatal Frame 2 for PS2. Fatal Frame for PS2. Now that was crazy. Oh, and the time Mantis takes over your PS1 controller on Metal Gear Solid, that was creepy as hell. <laughs> Young adult man. Young um, adult man, yeah. Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> Listen, you know, horror is uh, subjective. Hey, to be honest, you know? young adult man was probably a, a very young adult man at the time. Probably, definitely. And young adult I have man, to admit, sure. you know, some of the darker levels, you don't know what's coming. Uh, no, it could be a hard game. Yeah, Fatal Frame, I'd agree with you. Uh, Excellent, yeah. And 
you know, it, it's such a, an over-subscribed thing now that, that you know, Psycho Mantis takes over your PS1 controller. But back in the day, when magazines were the only info you had access to mm-hmm. and you stumbled across this dude who could read your memory card. No, honestly, that was amazing. Like, you must have thought your controller was absolutely... Your, your console was bewitched. Mm-hmm. So you're like, what the... And there's so many hints, you know, that they give you. And so many people were stumped. So that was just a great... Which is sad because nobody... I don't think anybody now playing video game before the PS1 era mm-hmm. will ever experience something like that again. When I played Metal Gear Solid 4, he... Uh, you kind of get a without spoiling it too much you do get a revisit from Psycho Mantis in a way oh that's cool and he he tells you to put your controller on the carpet on the put your controller on the floor watch me move it and he you know they just max the vibrations out on it and it starts skipping along the floor and you're like oh that's actually that's actually pretty good it's pretty cool yeah you know what else was remind me of this if anybody played X-Men or the Genesis when oh, you where? beat, when you beat yeah. Apocalypse, it says reset the computer. Okay, great. Nowhere does it tell you how to do this, or where to go, or anything. You're stumped. Nothing to do. My mom was a meat freak and just didn't care where you were in the house, and she would just dust you or vacuum over you. Didn't matter. She yeah. actually dusted my Genesis and slightly hit the reset button. And they reset the computer. I, I hugged her. I, I was, we were stuck there for days. Just playing it. I thought it was a glitch. Play it again. Couldn't do it. Who would figure that out? I know. It's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? But, you know. Well, it's, you know, going back to Metal Gear as well, where it's like, the codec <laughs> is on the back of the box. And you're like, what <laughs> box? Like, what are you talking about? You played Castlevania? How do you know? How do you know this? <laughs> I think because yeah. it was only Konami go- games yeah. that he could see, wasn't it? He couldn't see anything else. I think so. at Silent Hill, he was like, you like being in the fog or something like that. I'm like, what are you talking about, guy? Clever. Very it was clever. Very clever. Very It'd clever. be good to uh, compile, maybe when we do a history of Metal Gear, if we could compile every game that he would comment on or every comment that Psycho Mantis would say. That'd be cool. That would be interesting. Up next, I think this guy, I've been a bit loose of the new listeners, but I think this guy is a new listener as well. I don't remember him, so Monkery. let's do it. New we got a new listener. listener. I played, uh, Monkery Gamer says, I played Resident Evil 3 on PS1 when I was around 15. Got up to the first boss and it terrified me. <laughs> What years on? I've not played a single Resident Wow Resident Evil game since, despite having bought many more for my collection. I keep promising myself I will. I haven't managed to bring myself to do so yet. Thinking about it now, I've no idea what the boss looked like or what about it scared me. But the irrational fear looks like staying irrational for now. Thank you for messaging in, Monkery Gamer. When you say you got freaked out by a game, that's lasted uh, uh, 15, 15 years. years, so you you've done well. Up next, Tom wants Res, the reformed owner of Gotham Games, now a loyal contributor and listener to the show. He said, I'll copy and paste this into Insta if you'd prefer. Yes, we would, because he first put this on uh, Discord, but he forgot <laughs> to take that bit out. But there you go. He says, 
I've been getting into more horror games and Until Dawn was the game that lured me over into trying them. Anyway, fast forward to this week and I've got an Oculus Quest 2 and my PC. Three friends wrote me into buying the new hot game, Phasmophobia. It's quite viral on YouTube, but PC only. So if you've never heard of it, basically, if you imagine the TV show Most Haunted wasn't total nonsense. You and up to three others, VR or non-VR, go in and gather evidence and try not to die if the ghost goes out on the prowl. The first level I did with a full team was a creepy farmhouse, but we managed to gather all the evidence without encountering the ghost, but it's still very spooky in VR. As it's a janky indie PC game, we lost one member and went to a normal suburban house to hunt our second ghost. This one really didn't like lights and kept tripping the circuits. One time it does so, so me and one guy go into the basement to turn it back on while the other snoops around the room where we think the ghost is most active. Suddenly, our torches start flashing. The ghost is now hunting and will try and find and kill you. There's nothing you can do other than hide. Panicking, I bolt straight for the door, trying to turn the handle while I hear the footsteps behind me. The door locks when it's on the hunt. My friend who was in the ghost room tells me, I'm in the cupboard, you need to hide. Knowing I had no chance of hiding, I walked into a corner and closed my eyes and just let it kill me. When you die, you can hear your teammates and see everything, but not talk back to them. I watched one friend in a hide in a cupboard as the ghost paced back and forth up the same corridor just outside, while the other dropped his flashlight when he hid in the basement. Eventually, they made a break for it when the ghost wasn't hunting and got out. No evidence, no mission reward, but at least we managed to get out without soiling ourselves. Now, that sounds... That's awesome. One thing I would say, VR changes horror completely. 100%. Resident Evil 7? 100%. On a flat screen? It's just Resident Evil. In VR? My goodness gracious me, every single step I took when I played it in VR, I was petrified. Literally. Until Dawn, the shooting game where you just shoot with the move Mm -hmm. controllers on a roller coaster ride... You know, the first few ones, you're a little bit on edge, but there's one where, like, they're cutting up pigs' heads and you're sort of driving through them and you see them squealing and they're all around you. And oh my God. Like, no, no, thank you. Who's next? Uh, Tama UK 73. All the way from New York Penitentiary. He must have got some yeah. internet credits off Big Rick. 100% he did. I wonder what he'd be. Oh, do you think he'd be sweating if we knew we were in his. Uh, Secret I mean, room. the first the first fifteen feet in is very creepy. So, and this is a long room, guys, and it makes a left. And I don't know what's over there, but I'd be nervous if if either we were here, dude, dude. Look at this; it's like a World War Two periscope. Let me pull it down. Look through. Why did I not see this? Oh my god! What are you looking at? You don't want to know this, but this this sort of periscope-like device is attached to the statue in your bedroom's eyes. What creepiness. i got to get duct tape now. Duct tape the eyes. <laughs> yeah, because you know I'm going to get bored and come down here. 100%. <laughs> but what was Top doing? I wonder how many of these there are on the ceiling. Bro, look over there. Another one. Yeah. There's like at least 15, 20 of these bad boys on the ceiling. 
I thought they were pipes to begin with. I didn't realize <laughs> they are not pipes. There's no water down here, I'll tell you that. This wow. room is taking on a real... This whole apartment's starting to get a bit of a sinister edge to it, isn't it? You know what this is like? This is like when the Riddler made racetracks underneath you know, Gotham City and nobody knew about it. Not even the, you know, Department of Sanitation for Gotham knew about it. <laughs> this is just this is just what's happening. I hated those, mate. I mean, I hated it. those. So nobody checks the sewers in Gotham City. I mean, no. you don't have sanitation department, and you're making how long does it take you to make some of those tracks were elaborate? How much time did you have between Arkham City and Arkham Knight, guy? I hated those gameplay sections so much, mate. I sacked him off. I was like, I'm not. I'm just not doing them. They're too offensive to me. Anyway, the creep master himself, Tommy UK seventy three. What does he have to say for himself? The moment I saw Lionel and Billy Ray Cyrus dancing the achy breaky heart at the Farmington Village Hall, terrifying. Happy Halloween! What a little pump, a little jack o' lantern. <laughs> he knows the shows in safe hands. Thank you. Tommy UK seventy three. He's he's messaging to the show, so he's bound to listen to this one. So he's going to probably text me fury. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to allege that I am? I don't know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Young adult man. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> one decimal GD three zero CE twelve. You still need to investigate what the hell that all means. No, I forgot. I'll do it this week. He says, you know, I almost forgot the zombie things inside the well in Ocarina of Time looking like a big-ass maggot with some pretty nice-looking chompers. Young adult man, thank you. <laughs> Next, we got C. Pliskin. Yeah, the Irish. The Irish... Uh, Legend. Yeah, pretty much. He goes, uh, I think probably the most unexpected shock I ever gotten was from, weirdly enough, the Marvel Lego Superheroes game. There was a level near the start of the game where you play a Spider-Man, Black Widow, and Hawkeye chasing after Venom in a symbiote-infested AIM facility. And there was one point in particular where you're traveling down a corridor and all of a sudden the lights go out. Glass can be heard shattering in the distance. A low ground made clear for all the flickering lights and ending with the face of Venom practically covering the screen before the level returns to normal. The entire sequence is so out of place compared to the rest of the title that it just seemed even more bizarre when you consider this was a game made for kids at first. Certainly a weird decision and otherwise a great start to my then new PS4 collection. Wow, that was... I, uh, I remember that. He saves Eva, ones that get you, probably. Eva jumped. Eva definitely jumped. Really? Eva, Eva's a chicken. Oh, uh, out, of, out of a 1 to 10, there's Eva in 10. Here's the man... You know, last Halloween, we did something that was really good. Me and Tom actually came up with screen horror legends for each listener. I don't think we've got this many screen horror legends, but Retro Gamer Thomas is the Jason Voorhees. (laughs) Forget it. He's just Jason, right? Anyway, he's messaged in. He says, I found the Resident Evil's creepy back in the day and Silent Hills. Yeah, Silent Hills had more of that cerebral scare mm-hmm. whereas Resident Evil's jump scares and more recently I would say the vanishing of Ethan Carter had part, had a part in the mine uh, which scared the pill out of me I think I've mentioned that before sorry don't ever apologise Richard never Thomas. there's one thing you never need to do he could just copy and paste the same comment and we yeah. read it every week regardless oh, yeah 
but also the parts of us last of us i found creepy when you're not sure if the clickers are going to jump you uh, or jump on you happy halloween everyone jack-o-lantern ghost emoji jack-o-lantern emoji ghost emoji jack-o-lantern emoji ghost emoji jack-o-lantern emoji ghost emoji jack-o-lantern emoji he should have added other ghosts because it's kind of odd it's kind of uneven yeah or maybe he was looking at getting four and four because although it looks uneven it's perfectly symmetrical you're right he knows what he's doing now you know what I know a secret that you, that you don't know this oh. this this next commenter yeah guess who it is it might say Sicario wounded but you know who it really is I don't know young adult man what the hell this is his gaming uh, page where he just posts Red Dead Redemption so young adult man again he's Uh, trying to max his chance of winning isn't he what's wrong with this kid literally (laughs) only had jump scares with Resident Evil 2 for N64 and it wasn't even the zombies or daddy zombies scaring him just the environment that the character is in it's very dark and then that time in the library where Leon falls through a soft spot on the corridor. Mm. Now that scared the hell out of me. Okay. Young adult man is in it to win it. Well, this next person, Rob DH iPad, this is probably also young adult man at this rate. He says <laughs> Resident Evil 1 on PlayStation when Chris Redfield walked through the corridor. Yes. Then suddenly a zombie jog trashed, crashed through the window. Mm-hmm. I jumped so, I shocked so badly, I jumped backward pulling the console down from the table, <laughs> crashing it on the floor. Bye to my beloved PS oh, Sad emoji. No. Rob the H iPad. I am sorry See, to hear this. That's why they went wireless for things like this, bro. Do you remember the original Xbox had that sort of snap cable in it? Do you remember that? Yes, yeah, a little attachment thing. Yeah. Yeah, they were smart. They were so when you, get, when you get mad at your friends and you want to cut, and you throw your controller off, it saves your system. Very smart. Up next is a man who doesn't like to unseal games, and he was actually thinking after last episode of changing his name to the man with plastic on his couch. <laughs> that, that tickled oh, him, that yeah, scene. Yeah, it did. That was pretty funny. It's Elio, a.k.a. Elliot, Elio Hughes. Um, I've, put, I've got my teeth in. Or do you want to read it? Okay, sure. He said, the bit on Last of Us 1 where you fall down the elevator shaft and have to get out literally had poop in my mouth for weeks after that. Yeah. The sequel's got some sections in like that. Um, uh, Yeah. Oh, you know who it is? Royalty. One of the trifecta of the three musketeers. The man who makes neckerchiefs unwearable because by every other human being because no one can look as cool as Johan. Facts. He's got such, he's got such, such a rich history as well. Like this guy grew up on the Isle of Gibraltar. That's amazing. A storied veteran of the last vestiges of the British Empire. Johan underscore artwork. Bro, you, you got to write a book, dude. What, what about? I Johann? don't know. Whatever. How you just describe that to me? Made me want to just visualize that over and over. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even know how you visualize that. I'm trying to figure it out. That's how well you said that. Okay, well, that's 
I think I've probably overreached myself. I'm not going to read it now. You have to read it. No, oh. no I can't. Sorry. That's just you now. Sorry. Easy pretty much most horror games. I'm actually a scaredy cat. <laughs> Can you do the enigmatic productions when you're a scaredy cat? When it comes to horror games, despite my love for horror movies, he, he already foresaw my comment. The, that's He not only sees the present, he sees the future and past as well. The one game that still haunts me is PT. That entire experience is just a big nope for me. It's so tense and creepy that I almost burnt into tears. Ivory Retro was witness to this. Also, YouTube is witness to this, because I do believe that clip survives. And I watched it through, like the bit with the writing on the wall, and they turned around, and Harvey was like, no, look at it again. He was like, I don't want to, I don't want to. No, look at it again. The Puppet Master Retro is like, no, look at it now. It was uh, fantastic. Uh, Comic Pictures 79. This is probably his uh, smallest post ever in the history of uh I wonder if he podcast. could beat it next week. He probably could. <laughs> Comic Picture 79, a.k.a. Adam the Artist, a man who who draws painstaking your prize. King GP Icon 79, a.k.a. Michael Andretti. He's going to be able to pick from his wares this week. But uh, what does Comic Picture 79 say? And this is a throwback to the Farmerton era, wasn't it? When, we, when you were just a listener. Yeah. He wrote Deb's Babs. Biggest jump scare ever. Well, if you ask me in Retro Gamer Thomas, we actively seek Deb's Babs out, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if anyone remembers what we're going to do for the Christmas special this year, Bobby, that's going to be fantastic because obviously yeah. Farmerton's gone, really. Yeah. Unless we take a trip back to England, you and I. Oof. We do it logistically. I don't know. Or do we do a new? Because New York for me is as a, as an outsider coming to New York. In my mind, when I close my eyes, I see Christmas being quite special here. Christmas is special here. Yeah. I always was that Red Diesel good, or was that Dave? No, that was Dave. Dave took down a block. Okay. <laughs> see, for me, oh, you hearing? He's revving it, baby. And, um, Do you think he's trying to freak out the Uber drivers? He has been uh, taken over most of the Grubhub and Seamless Deliveries by literally riding them out of the way of the store. <laughs> so he's doing a phenomenal job. He made about $2,000 last week alone on Uber delivery. Wow. Yeah, you can, if you're in New York City, you can average on you know Uber Eats a good 900 a week. If you got a car, or well, a bike just... with a with a motor that just you know you know the pedal, and not like a scooter or a motorbike. I'm talking about. He's out. There you go. Delivered him at 25. <laughs> he has. They have the bikes with a little engine, like a bicycle with a little engine. That's what people do over here. Is it fizzy pop? They, they run into the store. They grab the order, and they're they're t- they're tearing it down. Their phone rings. Boop. They go to the next door. They tear it. I mean, they're out. It's amazing. Here's one what, man. What were we even saying? I don't even know what, what we were talking about. Christmas being special in New York. Oh yeah. See, for me, because I, you know, I did a Dominican woman. They yeah. do, they do Christmas at midnight. Oh yeah. You know, they don't wait for Santa Claus in the morning. So I always had two Christmases. So it was pretty cool. Question. Toys R Us. 
New York, Times Square. Fantastic place. Full to the brim. At Christmas time, it was especially magical. It's not there anymore. Where do you go for your toy kicks in New York now? Amazon.com. How savage is that? Where are you going to go? Well, even if there wasn't Rona, what was... KB Toys? Gone. Uh, You have to go to, you know, smaller mom-and-pop shops if you find them. Well, how, where do you go to find an eight-foot giraffe stuffed giraffe toy now? Amazon.com. Savage. Yep. Here's one listener that by joining the throng of listeners turned this show from a PG to a PG-13. It's the 16-bit prick. He has to see says. I'd have to say the first Resident Evil, you're walking down a hallway, no music on, all you can hear is the footsteps of your character. This is a popular one. Then boom, dog jumps through the window, all you hear is glass shattering and really loud and intense music starts to play. Even to this day, I get goosebumps when that happens. They've done the same in the first Dino Crisis 2, but with a dinosaur. Capcom really were, were the masters of horror and jump scares for me when I was younger. Saying that, now at an older age, it takes a bit for me to get scared and while playing a game but I did play Emily once to play a couple of months back and it made me poop myself even when you knew a jump scare was about to happen it still scared the hell out of me keep up the good work lads looking forward to hearing this episode thank you 16 Brie, uh, for messaging in and here he is the puppet master the one with sinuous light strings extending down like tendrils across every contributor and me and Bobby this week. He controls us through our nervous impulses. He sits atop a crown made of glistening red bone corpse. To his left is Johan. And to his other side is Greg, a.k.a. Greg. Nowhere near Berlin. Okay, that's his pseudonym. Oh, that's Greg. Yeah. Wow, you learn something every day, dude. That's okay. Me. But he sits atop the highest chair. Oh, yeah. What's the... Uh, I want to hear Harvey Retro control through your nervous system. I want to hear you read his comment now. Almost like you're possessed by him as well. Oh, it's going to be hard, bro. No, he's just going to do it. He has a very distinct accent. He's going to use your accent. It's how he disguises himself, you see. You never know who Harvey Retro is next. He says, I'm pretty hardened when it comes to horror. (laughs) I'm a big fan. And I've seen and played a a lot of it. But the jump scare that got me was an outlast too. This one has a character called Father Lukamilk, which I totally butchered his name. Lukamilk. Thank you. That stalks you in the school section throughout the game, which are like demon, which are like dream hallucinations. And he's presented in a scary demon form with a long tongue. You don't actually see him fully for a while. It builds up the tension. Well, but when you do finally see him, he suddenly springs into shock and gives you a heart attack. This game is generally pretty scary. The first one was, the first one was as well, but you feel more vulnerable in this one. The places to hide are less obvious. Happy Halloween, lads. And I agree. That was a a great one, too. You forgot. Look on the next line. He left you a little present. I don't don't see anything. Jack-o'-lantern emoji. Oh, yep, you're right. My bad. Didn't see it. Next up, 
Boba Loba. Now he's AKA got a Bob. Boba Loba, as he likes to be known. <laughs> no. You've become woven. I own you now, Boba Loba. And everyone in the industry and in the community knows you as Boba Loba. If you think you can pass yourself off as Boba Loba, you've got another thing coming, friend. He says, Doom back in the MS-DOS era are distinctly toxic. Toxic. I know you all both listen to this as you go to sleep. It's very strange what I might be accompanying in that room at night time. But in this instance, okay, right? Turn to him. Tell him straight. He names Boba Loba. Deal with it. Okay? Thanks, Toxis. Doom. Back in the MS-DOS era, I distinctly remember running to a room that had the pink fella. <laughs> We're very childish. You you started giggling at Hardened, and I started giggling at the little pink fella. Hey, come on, uh, bro. Uh, let's, raise the, let's just raise the maturity level up a couple of notches. I distinctly remember running into the room that had the pink fella in it. Scared me <laughs> half to death. Then there, was, <laughs> then there was fear. A man that was tense game. Slender. The arrival of some of the best tension and jump scares I've experienced this gen. Resi 7. I bought that and released that slap and finished it. I have to sell myself. I have to... <laughs> Psych I have my- to psych myself up to play it, <laughs> laughing till I cry emoji. Yes. <sighs> Snap. Uh, who next? Barbie? Ectological. Ectological. He's a great I'm, dude. He is. I'm trying to think of some that really got me. Mostly the games that don't allow you to fight back make me jump the most. The one that really comes to mind is Outlast 2. The, the whole hillbilly religious cult setting uh, really unsettled me. Amnesia freaked me out so bad I still haven't got back to it. <laughs> There's lots of people that have started going like, whoa, no, 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 no. Get that disc out. Put it in the box. Dig a hole at the bottom of the garden. Six foot. Lob it in. Fill it in. That game, no. Done. Uh, up next, he's resting the loincloth this week. He's earning the money out on the streets of Ronafield, New York, dressed as a werewolf. I play a lot of horror games, so it's difficult to pinpoint the amount of games I've jumped out of my skin. Resident Evil 2 Remake is one in recent memory that I recall having a few brown trouser moments. I've become so complacent with the layout of the original game that unexpected zombies lunging out from behind the door had me literally jumping and screaming holy poo-poos on several occasions. I think he uh, coined that hashtag, so we should make it registered. Which brown, one? Brown trousers. Brown trousers. Hundred percent. I have a. I also have a, a whole hashtag just for me. I just can't say it on this air. No, don't. No. Guess what? You got a bonus comment. Yeah, little pink um, man freaked him out to the point where he's reemerged. He's bow below, but he says bonus com. Bonus <laughs> comment. Comment. These are currently there. There. Oh, hang on a minute. I think Harvey Retro's messing with my jaw. Yeah. There are currently jump scares in Warzone. Random loot crates scares the crap out of you. Worth checking out a compilation. Comp- <laughs> Harvey, let me speak on our, a compilation video on YouTube. I've got to bang the words out now. I'll put that down because that will be coming across on the mic and people won't like it. Who's next? Brett himself. Mm. Probably repeating myself from last year, but my God. There's a bit in Dead Space where they get you in a moment that is usually safe and quiet. When upgrading your weapon, the camera goes over your shoulder and into the upgrade display. 
and then it'll back over to your gameplay position. There's just one time where the camera goes back over your shoulder to gameplay. It's a mutant alien scum jumps on your back. I let out a genuine scream, and the stain never came out of the sofa to this day. <laughs> oh, that's great. I remember that too, dude. That was that was awesome, bro. I love it when they get you safe in a system, like referred that's, to the lifts. Yeah. Like normally they're sacred ground, aren't they? Yeah. They've almost been consecrated. Those are the and, best jump scares, though. When it's done right, it's yeah. just excellent, bro. I'll tell you one thing that, not a jump scare, but certainly had me questioning what the hell, questioning my own sanity. You know, in Arkham Asylum, when you get to uh, so far into it, it's uh, brought on by the scarecrow. Yeah. The, ga- the, green, the skin goes all green. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember playing it the first time, and it, I was like, oh, God, it's crashed. And then it reloaded. And I was like, oh, it's reloaded. And then, like, you were the Joker and the Batman was in the back. I was like, oh, my God, it's, it's, it's glitched so bad. <laughs> I remember thinking this. It's glitched so bad that it's actually swapped the character models <laughs> for Batman and the Joker. And it was only halfway through that next section where I was like, ah, no, this must be part of the game. But this doesn't really make any sense. And I was like, ah. Some of those Scarecrow moments, to be fair, are pretty good. Up next, Game Racer. I don't know if he's messaging before. I think he has. He's a regular commenter and contributor. He's, he very much likes the Instagram page. But let's give him his clap because they're free. New, New listener. listener. Rage on PS3 sticks in my mind, he says. Uh, dude, I've not played that. Do you think I should? I never played either, so I don't know. Okay, well, you're playing Bioshock this week. Maybe I should pull Rage down off the shelf. Who's next? One thing I'll say about this, Mm. sadly announcing his retirement from YouTube this week. Oh, really? Yeah. He's just a gamer now. But he's a a gamer called Gaz that loves games. I I respect that. He says, it's got to be cyberpunk. These delays are terrifying everyone everywhere. True. Don't forget the emojis, bro. I'm sorry. A smiley face with like a drool. And then like (laughs) a little, you know, oh my God, little hands. <laughs> Up next, he must be a fan of Star Wars because he calls himself Gonk Droid. He's a new, new listener. listener. He says, Layers of fear when Don't Turn Around appeared on the wall scared the making love poopy out of yeah. me. I like that. You did that. That's good. Up next, we got Gregosaurus666. Oh my goodness gracious me. He, you know what he is? He's a. Oh, that was amazing. That was amazing. That's... Forget the clap. I got it. Try that again. No, listener. Every week, Halloween or not, that's <laughs> there's no clap anymore. That superseded the clap. Look, he also read your mind. Because he said, not a horror game. Oh, well, it's not really the same thing. I'm sorry. But still, not a horror game, but Arkham Knight. When Man Bat pops up as you're gliding around oh. Gotham, I nearly died. IRL. Two crying, uh, laughing emojis. He's not wrong, is he? He's no, not that was, wrong. That got you good. I mean, who, who would expect that? <laughs> would like, ah, Where no! were you? First of all, where would you come from? Uh, clearly behind me. Yeah, I think he's kind of tight. When I've gone back and played it for the second time, it's kind of timed around a certain set of circumstances. Yeah, it's a perfect, yeah. Which yeah. is cool, which is cool. But when it happens for the first time, you're absolutely terrified. We've got another... No, 
Burke Pop 212. He says, Friday the 13th on the Commodore 64 when Jason in mask would suddenly appear on the screen, coming through a window or something, but the noise was unreal and unexpected. Still have no idea when the, what the game was about other than hitting people to see if they became Jason. One thing I would say to all the new listeners that have commented in this week, thank you to Burke Pop. Thank you for doing so. Don't be a stranger. Become part of the family. Join the Discord. Get involved. You never know. Your submission this week might even win you a prize. Mm-hmm. There's been some belters this week. Some so really good ones here. Yeah. You're going to have your work cut out. Up next, Ben Northfield. He's also a new listener. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. By far the scariest game I've ever played. It's also full of jump scares that haunt your nightmares. There's another... I don't quite know what he was thinking here, but we'll take it. We'll take the praise. It's Richard Foster 2020. He's a new listener <laughs> oh mate that is absolutely if you could hear that how oh, that's oh it's perfection uh oh wait no way no 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 it's a it's a it's a, it's a crime against humanity now unless it glitched mm-hmm. guess who's not been in here Guess who's not commented this week? That I've been getting in the habit of doing the voice off. Oh my god. Let me double check. Bada Bingster. <laughs> the moment I said that most of the freaked me out was a uh, I mean Maybe how... he just uh maybe he was busy, bro. Isn't he moving or something? Is he moving? Remember he said something about moving? I really like reading his comments out. How about this? Pretend that he's in the studio or down here in the basin with us and just say, hey, I'm about a bingsta, whatever you do, and read the comment. Okay. As him, like he's with us. So I'll make, I'll make one up for him. Yeah. The moment that the most freaked me out was when I was playing Mario 64 and Mario is asleep when you leave the controller to yourself and he started speaking he's talking about pasta and raviolis and also other pasta based meals I thought my N64 had been possessed by an Italian chef but it was just an idol animation for Mario keep up the good works I especially love Bobby he's the handsomest man on the internet very good sir Bye. Beautiful. Grazie. <laughs> Prego. Up next. Oh, wait, no, we didn't do it yet. This we is... did. Richard Foster. Or did we do Ben Northfield? I think we missed that dude. No, we we did him. Sorry. Okay. I tell you what, Badabinkster needs to calm down. He can't be coming down the cellar just popping up and talking about pasta, can he? It's not yeah, for real. What's... Uh, re- <laughs> This is the monkey that went to the hotel. Who is? This, uh, is that a movie? Dunstan checks in. Oh, no, we haven't done Richard Foster yet. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a... New listener. He just says, keep it up. All right? Beautiful. I don't know what, but he wants it up. Uh, smiling with teeth, grinning emoji. Dunstan checks in, I think is one of them. But this guy calls himself Danston checks in. Oh, wait, no. Is he? 
Izzy Danston check sin? Like he's the guy called Danston that goes around checking if you sinned or not. I like it. Makes Either which sense. way, he's a new listener. <laughs> I want that recording. I want that as my ringtone. I'll find you a file. Please. The face huggers in Alien Resurrection for PS1. Skull emoji. Smiling with sweat emoji. Now, this next guy, okay, he, if you like PlayStation, if you're of the PlayStation persuasion, Bobby, you need to go check Ginger's game room on Instagram. His pictures are particularly beautiful. We've reached out to each other. We've exchanged pleasantries. But I'll tell you one thing he is. He's a new listener. (laughs) <laughs> what does he say? I don't use your voice in case it breaks you out. Like he said, that. Resident Evil 7 in VR absolutely crapped my pants. Mum told me to play with the light on. <laughs> She's old and doesn't understand technology. <laughs> <laughs> with the feet <laughs> Oh, bro. That's, that is absolutely hilarious, dude. <laughs> That's like back in the day, your mom was like, pause the game. I'm in a multiplayer game. You can't pause live games. Oh, that might have just won the whole internet. And now moms are like, turn the light on. Just play with the light on if you're getting scared. Like, mom, I've got his spot. Plane head. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. To be honest with you, I didn't get the comment at first. I thought, yeah, that's a good idea. And then I thought about it. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. my goodness gracious me. That Excellent. is hilarious. Excellent. This guy reached out. He says he's not actually Welsh. It's just a play on his name. But anyway, we now call him as the Welsh Vin Diesel. He calls himself Bryn Diesel. Mm-hmm. TBI. Any first-person horror terrifies me, and I have to play with the wife in the room for comfort, laughing till I cry emoji. But the, big- <laughs> but the biggest jump scare... Let's <laughs> play with the light on. But the biggest jump scare to memory was most vents during my first ever playthrough of the original Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. Up next, we got Brad's underscore Oxley 15. And you know what he is? What is he? New listener. (laughs) He just simply, I can't even, I don't even think I can mimic that. New listener. You Uh, sound like a a southern guy. I do anyway, duh. It's good. I like it. Lisa from PT, he says, quite simply. Here's the winner of oh, this. Oh, look at this. Yeah. Kin GP Icon 79. So his family member is a <laughs> GP Icon, Grand Prix yeah, Icon. Definitely. Uh, he's this week's reigning champion, or this month's reigning champion. So don't forget to reach out, send us a DM, either me or Bobby, and we shall make the magic happen. Or you could email us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. And if you haven't joined the Discord, I'm almost going to mandate that now you're a prize winner. You have to join the Discord. Uh, or through Halloween, they ought to name its, change its name to Discord. Yep. Cool? Yeah, forget it. It's probably lost on everyone. <laughs> like, what is George talking about? I don't know. All right, I'm down here. There's some very strange chemical smells in this cellar. 
the biggest jump scare for me was the first time playing RE2 when the zombies crashed through the window. I damned near <laughs> fell out of my chair. A few of those. Up next, we got Nintendo Brit Gamer. Big fan of Britney Spears, big fan of Nintendo. Yes, absolutely. The original Silent Hill with those weird toddlers. Yes, that was creepy. That was pretty creepy. This is, uh, he's going to love your new listener. This is TH underscore metal underscore one. He's a. Wait, before we do that, though. Yeah. Do you think he just forgot to eat and he's just the metal one? Or does it, or does it already exist? the metal one and he had to come up with something or is he well I don't know I don't know it's confusing we'll, we'll find out we'll find out but I, but I do know one thing though what he's a new listener <laughs> dude you ought to do trailers with that voice you know something <laughs> like come in this for come in this Halloween he's back try that Coming this Halloween. He's back. Oh, wow. Sounds good in headphones, i got to say. I've gone a little bit lightheaded because blood's rushing to places of my body I didn't expect it to rush to. In this environment, with all this stuff around us and you in a you, you in a strapping chair. So anyway, the metal one says, most of the game is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows... This guy understands. Most of the game has terrified me. Minecraft Hardcore. Not wrong. He's not wrong. He is not wrong. Biggest jump scare, Outlast. Yeah. Over on Twitter, we got... This is, uh, this is the trio. Ending the trio. When the three... So we had all royalty hit us. Yeah, but the thing up. is, when, they, when the three of them unite in the comments on one show and it's on Halloween and it's on the site of a blue moon mm-hmm. the like of which hasn't been seen since World War Two. Mm-hmm. you've got to ask yourself is this some sort of satanistic ritual they've used our comment section for if we now broadcast this across every continent on the globe and we've oh. been like their shills Puppet Master Retro controlling they definitely our- use some, some warlock abilities for sure yeah they're they're all warlocks aren't they i wonder if they're just like i don't know dude i feel like they're like a special spectrum of people i tell you what they are i bet they're vampires i bet if you went through some old photos and you would find like the three of them together in like wild west gear world war one gear renaissance paintings go back even further and the three of them like with a neck scarf harvey with his hair Greg just looking cool on the side because yeah, he's dude. like ice cold dude dressed to perfection. They're like, they're on like cave paintings in like early it. Inca like ruins and stuff like that. That's why they have such a vast knowledge of everything. That is it. They've been in it. And now they're just sort of applying their trade through technology the way they always have. When technology was cutting edge of technology was paintings, they were there. When it was radio, they were there. Yeah. Now it's the internet, and they're there. And what makes you wonder what kind of influence they've had amongst people? Like, imagine Harvey Retro, just like, you know what? I'm bored. Let me go over to, uh, you know, H.G. Wells' house and just give him an idea. 
to do mm-hmm. a little broadcast, you know, just to talk to him, see what he wanted to do. And he actually did it. I said, I'm a veteran. Can you imagine Behind as that, well? Greg and uh, Johan taking a little holiday in Whitby and they see some someone like walking around the graveyard and they go over and they're like, we'll tell you a story, the real story of vampires. And he's like, what? Awesome. Let me write this down. They're like, yeah, it's like autobiographical as well. They're like, they're mm-hmm. telling the full story. Like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then maybe have a little nibble on him as well to prove it. And he's like, oh, that's freaky. Oh, let me live. We will let you live. But you must be the apocalypse. You must spread forward our words as your own. Yeah, dude. That's amazing. <sighs> That's freaked me out a little bit. You know, I know the setting's weird. I'm a little bit nervous to pull down the, you know, one of these other periscopes. Dude, you know what's going to happen? There's going to be one in a very strange spot in your room, and it's going to creep you out, dude. I wouldn't do it. Like, thing scaring is, yourself that... is the worst thing to do. Because it's always going to be in your mind. When you try to scare somebody, what happens? Usually, you wind up scaring yourself. i tell you one thing. Me and my uh, other cousin, I don't think we've mentioned him on the show really before, but we've got this other cousin as well. There's loads of cousins that me and Tom grew up with. And one cousin used to come around mine. We used to play. And Jurassic Park was quite big. Now, I'm about five years older than him. And I were like pushing around on this ride on tractor like it was the Jurassic Park safari, you know, on the rails. And we'd look at these things and I'd be like, there's the T-Rex pen. And we, we decided that uh, we'd like have a raptor escape. And I got so wound up to the idea there was a raptor in this shed that I even myself then open it. And when we opened it and we looked in and it wasn't in there, I was like, oh, my God. But I freaked myself out and I was like, oh, mate, that was so scary. And I was like, I was just as scared as you. <laughs> it happened. Anyway, we've probably we've probably stomped all over Greg's comment. For that, I apologize. Uh, he says, during the campaign, but uh, you have to visit an asylum. You have to visit an abandoned asylum. Brilliant. When you arrive, you're encouraged to peek through a keyhole, something you've done many times at this stage in the game. Um, I don't think I've actually pull this comment across from Twitter properly so that makes me a little bit of a slime rat so apologies to that so I shall now find which game is referring to because it's only right and proper Thief in Thief mm, okay. and also on Twitter we've got Closable who says I think the scariest game I've ever played this year was Bendy in the Ink Machine very good game which uh I thought Bendy and the Ink Machine was... Uh, our friend Devin Zilla was a big fan of that. Someone we hadn't heard from from in a while. Daddy Zilla. I hope he's well. hope all the Zillas are well. Yeah. Well, that's the feature done. I vote we probably... We finished the show down here in Tom's strange leather-filled dungeon full of strange viewing devices that go all around the... Uh, apartment that we now live in i won't sleep tonight that's for sure what's the ray meister been up to this week Sin? as it's halloween bobby any ideas driving around with a jack-o'-lantern that's literally lit <laughs> right thinking he's like ghost rider or something i don't know what he's doing i, <laughs> I don't know what he's been doing, but... 
Don't question him, because he's got the powers. Anyway, he tears up fifth for Maine. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's route. What's nestled between some canned fit nappies and dodgy copy of Battlefrendle this week? These are the new release highlights for the week, October 26th to November 1st, 2020. Listeners, these are out on digital or physical, or will be by the time this podcast's in your feed, but could be region-dependent. First out the boot, Carto, PC, PS4, October 27th. Carto is a charming adventure game wrapped around a unique world-altering puzzle mechanic. Use this power to explore mysterious lands, help a quirky cast of characters, and guide Carto on her journey back to her family. What you got? Next, we got Ghost Runner for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, October 27th. Ghost Runner offers a unique single-player experience, fast-paced, violent combat, and an original setting that blends science fiction with post-apocalyptic themes. It tells the story of a world that has already ended and its inhabitants who fight to survive. Next up, Hammer Ting. It's a Hammer Ting. That's how my uh, boss would say it. Hammer Ting. <laughs> okay, Bob, it's a Hammer Ting on PC, October 27th. He is managed a dwarving mining company in the unexplored mountains of Mara. As the war rages in the overworld, you need to craft, explore, fight as you provide your allies with the finest weapons and gear to assist in the war against evil. That's a guy in his accent, bro. Spot on. <laughs> That's a guy in his accent. That's beautiful. There. <laughs> In fact, I, I demand every readout now is done by your boss. The Legend of Heroes Trails of Gold Steel um, 4 on PS4, October 27th. The long-awaited finale to the epic engulfing a continent comes to a head in the final chapter of the Trails of Cold Steel saga. Imagine having four of these games and never hearing about the first three. Legend of Heroes? Never heard of it. Reasonably, reasonably, reasonably popular. Up next, we got Untold Stories, PS4, Xbox One, October 27th. Uh, story, oh, Stories Untold is a compilation tape of uh, four experimental adventures, including a remaster of the original hit episode, The House Abandoned. That sounds quite freaky, doesn't it? Okay. All the, a plethora of Halloween games. Uh, like up it. next, Wunderling or Wunderling. I don't know. Depends if you're German or not. Wunderling. I like it. Uh, Wunderkind. PS4, Xbox One, October 27th. You've got to be German now, bro. In, in, Wunder, in Wunderling, you're not a hero, but a low-level game goon who's just unlocked the power to jump. Chase down the hero across beautiful scrolling levels and show him who's the real boss. I don't know if that was... I, I don't know. like it enough. I mean, for me, it's German enough. You, okay. you don't really hear that accent too much over here. Okay. Uh AGOS, a game of space, which is really just the one of my bosses of is German. Yeah, yeah. I had one German friend. I hope we That's haven't. I hope we haven't upset them. I never. I only had one German friend. That was in middle school, and uh, he was very smart. And so he basically skipped two of the high school and went to Yale. Wow, like Doogie Howser is at Yale at like nine. Yeah, super. And he's Stalin and profiling with all the teenagers and young adult men. Yeah, he was just not, you know, he never really fit in because he was just so smart. It was like, cool dude, just couldn't talk to him because everything you said was like, didn't make sense. But 
We up next we got Control Ultimate Edition. Cloud now you version. miss Agos, a game oh of space, God, PC VR, October twenty eighth. Explore unique star systems in Agos, a game of space. Scavenge resources, face the danger of space, and save humankind. Up You've next got, we got. We mentioned this in the news, Bobby, and because he's got his finger on the pulse as old Ray. What you got here, friend? Control Ultimate Edition Cloud Version Switch October twenty eighth. Control Ultimate Edition contains the game, the main game, and all previously released expansions, the Foundation and AWE, in one great value package. Winner of over eighty awards, Control is a visually stunning third-person action adventure that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Up next, Strobophobia. No, Strobophagia. Rave next. horror. Whoa. Whoa, what the Where? hell am I doing? Where are you, guy? Where's I've that? lost this is cause Harvey Retro's whispering in my ear. I've lost all time of I've lost all track of time and space. We got Gibius or Gibios for the switch. October twenty eighth. You sent me this, bro. You don't see where we are? Oh, I, I see where we are. Like I say, <laughs> Harvey Retro's pulling the sinew in my eyes. Now, here's what's going to happen. Harvey Retro, if you're listening, just skip 10 seconds because I'm going to say this wrong and I'm going to have to hear it. I, I really wish I would have saw this before I read it. But anyway, Gobbis was switch with October 28th. Harvey, <laughs> skip. Uh, Crazy Cultist, Kaluthu. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Damn it. I was close. You were close. A talking cat. Goobus takes you on an expansive, traditional, animated, hand-painted adventure. Play as three protagonists and explore a lush, lushly uh, rendered, re-rendered Lovecraft-inspired uh, world. Unravel ancient conspiracies, a comedy cosmic horror adventure made in Transylvania. Oh, next, part-time UFO on Switch, October 28th. The charming stack-em-up part-time UFO claws its way onto Nintendo Switch, adding Joy-Con controls, two-player local play, brand new challenges, and console-exclusive modes. This is the one I wanted to read out, Strobophagia, mm-hmm. Rave Horror, PC. This actually looks quite freaky, and I- I'd probably pick this as my... Um, is this my mummy, mummy? Yeah, could be. Um, an, ul- an occult forest rave, strange rituals, enigmatic organizers, and ancient evil, pure psychedelic horror. Now that oh, piqued so. my interest. Up next, Blair Witch Oculus Edition PC VR, October 29th. Blair Witch Oculus Edition is a story-driven psychological horror game based on the cinematic lore of Blair Witch. As Ellis, a former police officer with a troubled past, joined the search for a missing boy in the iconic Black Hills Forest near Burkittsville, Maryland. What starts as an ordinary investigation soon will make you confront your darkest nightmares and an ominous force known as the Blair Witch. But you're not alone. Your trusty canine sidekick, Bullet, is by your side. He's your eyes, ears, and nose in these treacherous and terrifying worlds. The game's been rebuilt for Oculus Quest to offer a uniquely immersive and horrifying VR experience with environments redesigned for much interactivity. New bullet mechanics such as gesture commands, actual hand-based petting and fetching, and additional creature encounters, you will experience the eerie atmosphere of the Black Hills Forest like never before. These cursed woods will awaken your darkest fears. That we got return 
one-way trip. PS4, October 29th. Return one-way trip is a 2D side-scrolling puzzle adventure horror game. Trapped in a ghostly train, Saki must search the past and present to find and save her friends. More importantly, Saki must use her wits if she is to survive against unspeakable evil hellbent on avenging unrequited love. Unrequited. Unrequited. Yeah, third grade was rough, dude. It's fine. <laughs> I missed most of it. I was punished uh, a lot. Maybe that's because you had unrequited love. Facts. This game's title doesn't match the description, but I double triple checked it. Undungeon Arena, PC, October 29th. Become a space gladiator. Huh? And battle across multiple arenas in this stand alone. It's the roguelite of the week, mm-hmm. Bobby. Experience set in the Undungeon universe, featuring the new playable character, Marduk. What's this one here? Now, you, any normal day of the week, oh, hang on a minute, I want this one. Because it's... it's. If you're going to get this game on any platform at all... You need to get it on the stadium. Get it on the stadia! Have you seen the YouTube ad? Stadia! Like, shut up! I know I meant to shill for you because you sponsored the show, but Watch Dog Legion's PC, PS4, Xbox One... Stadia! October 29th. In the near future, if you want to play at its best graphical fidelity without waiting for next-gen consoles and throwing down an absolute bucket load of cash, you get it on Stadia. All right? Next-gen has already arrived. Its name is Stadia. In the near future, London is facing its downfall after devastating terror attacks rocked the city and all-seeing authoritarian state has oppressed the people. It's in London, isn't it? In the near future, London is facing downfall after devastating terror attacks rocked the city. And all-seeing authoritarian state has oppressed the people. A corrupt military, private corporation controls the streets and a powerful crime syndicate's preying on the vulnerable. The fate of London lies with you and your ability to recruit and resistance and fight back. Watch Dogs Legion develop... develop <laughs> watch out, mate. Watch Dogs Legion delivers a never-seen-before gameplay innovation that allows you to recruit and play as anyone you see in the iconic city of London. Every single character in the open world is playable. Everyone has backstory. Personality and skill that will set you, help you personalise your own unique team, recruit your friends, join the fight online, multiplayer to take back London in four-player co-op missions, end-game challenges, special game modes and events. Welcome to the resistance, pal. Um, I can't even read this, so you could just go do it again. One, one, one sword seven. Hmm. A game you cared so much about, you skipped the first six. But catch up with the story on PC October 29th. Wan Huan Sword 7 is an ARPG rooted in Chinese history and mythology. Players take on the role of Tashi Zhao, a calm and reliable swordsman who was accidentally involved in a tragic fate. To protect his beloved family, he starts a journey in this chaotic realm. I, w- I wish I knew more about Chinese mythology. It sounds pretty cool. Oh, it's... Again, I really gotta get into it and read it. You need to get all of Jade Empire on the original Xbox. If you can yeah. emulate that on any of whatever you emulate on, I think you would really like that. I might do that. Up next, we got Clear for the Switch, October 30th. Mom and Dad have been experimenting 
on Chaos Surgeon. But now, the monsters have been let loose. Clea, with her brother in tow, must escape from the Whitlock Mansion. Watch your back, Clea. Those closest to you may have been the real terror. Oh, that's actually quite... That's actually... In a very little space of time of words and letters, they've sounds come pretty with, cool. That sounds pretty good. The Dark Pictures Anthology, Little Hope. PC, PS4, and Xbox One, October 30th. See you, Dave. Trapped and isolated in the abandoned town of Little Hope, four college students and their teacher must escape the nightmarish apparitions that relentlessly pursue them through an impenetrable fog. Up next, we got Peakman 3. Deluxe. Which is your mummy mummy, by the way? It's not here, but I'll read it. Oh, okay. Up next, we got Peakman 3. Something uh, that's not in Stingray's boot. How dare yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. If it's not there. just threw it at me, which is why... I don't know if you heard that noise. That was the, the box hitting my head. He he doesn't look very normally such a cool cat, but you know in this dungeon, he doesn't look at ease. Yeah, now that was a Nolan Ryan toss, by the way. So, uh, Pikmin Three Deluxe with a Switch oh. October thirtieth. <laughs> Join a man and goat in this chaotic, award-winning couch co-op adventure. Tackle outlandish obstacle course. Wait, no. Huh. This isn't the Pikmin 3 thing, is it? I have no idea what Pikmin is, so it sounded good to me. Pikmin, <laughs> we should have let it, we should have left it in there. Pikmin's like a, it's a Nintendo game where you control these little plant things and you're a spaceman, which is not that description at all. Join a man and a goat is actually the readout to Supermarket Chic, which is bizarre enough in itself because you wouldn't expect Supermarket Chic to be about a story about a man and a goat winning uh, in an award-winning couch co-op. But it was, and it is... Uh, and Pikmin 3 is dead to us. Today is my birthday, PC, October 30th. Today is my... If Tom were here now, he'd be killing one of us. So today is my birthday offers a classic horror experience for fans of the genre, thrusting players into insurmountable odds with only a few tools at their disposal to escape death. Your own survival instincts, problem-solving skills, and willingness to explore will shape your fate. Up next, we got White Day VR, the Courage Test. Well, our PC VR. Uh... October 30th. The notorious cult classic Korean horror, White Day, returns with a unique VR experience. Step into the eerie darkness of Classroom 1-1 and earn your place in the occult club by braving the horrors within. Will you survive the courage test? Ooh. Now, Ooh. my pick was actually the AVGN video game, Deluxe. So it has both AVGN games in one nice package for the Switch, which was released on October 30th. Mm. That would be my pick. I went okay. to a friend's house and played the uh, Steam version like a long time ago. Yeah. Really cool, old school, tough as like, you know, Ghosts and, Go- Ghost and Goblins type challenge. It was pretty, pretty cool. Well, it had to be, didn't it? It just had to be. Had to do it. So, what's your VHS, friend? Now, Halloween. Now, I know I said it last week, but that was 78. This is the 2018 version, which I had a couple arguments with people about this. I'm just going to say it on air. What, listeners? You argued with listeners? No, no, no. Just people who, who know me. Um, they said that there's lots of plot holes. It doesn't make any what, sense. What film is this? Cause I've Halloween. 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 2018. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. A lot of people don't know. 
but this is the actual official sequel to the original Halloween movie, which was released in 1978. So wow. anything else from 1981, all those movies, forget about them. They don't count. So this is the actual sequel. So people are arguing with me about the plot holes and how he's supposed to be here. And I'm like, well, it doesn't count because it's re re what's it? Recontend? Recontented? Or recanoned? Whatever uh, the word is. Continuity. Retcon. Yeah. So that's it. You watch Halloween 78 and then you put in Halloween 2018. Boom. Okay. So I'm going to pick. Hmm. The only horror I have any affiliation for, really. Uh, what's the one with Jamie Lee Curtis in? Because I don't mind that either. Friday the 3rd? No, it's not Friday the 13th. The Fog? No, 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 no. She did a series. Je- uh... A TV series, really? No, like a series of films. The, the listeners are screaming now. It's like, is it Halloween? No. Jamie Lee Curtis was, old, as far as I know, only in Halloween. She was, that's the biggest franchise she's been in. Yeah, that's it then. <clears throat> so I don't mind the original. I don't even mind some of the ones in between one and this 2018 one. But the one I've got the closest affiliation with, that was mm-hmm. just a preamble to this, is the Nightmare on Elm Street series. And Stingray's got a collection of all the movies mm-hmm. in one pack. So I'm taking that out. Yeah, that's great. And I'll probably watch three. Well, I don't know if I said this last week. Maybe I did. I don't know. But when I watched them, I watched the Nancy trilogy which is basically the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. Yeah, she's in that, and she... And then Wes Craven's new Nightmare. Uh... For some reason, I just feel like that just makes the most sense, as that's the Scream Queen. You know, she's the final... Or what's the word? Harvey's going to kill us. I forgot what the word is called, but not the final victim, but whatever it's called. She is one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we've done the VHS in the right order. Um, Stingray's gone like a That's rat it. up a drain pipe. You didn't like it down here. The atmosphere is foreboding and eerie. But we'll end the show down here, Bobby. As I look to you, so Odders, relax the wheel, slurp the dregs of what's left in that Red Bull can, friend. Bobby, what are you hoping to play? I'm going to try to do the Bioshock for you. Yes! I'm definitely going to play Rogue Company and Zombie uh, Army Trilogy. Bioshock right up your street, friend. I think Bada Bingston might play with me <clears throat> for the uh, trilogy later on today, which would be cool. You get the four players. You're going to hear his voice on mic. Yeah, bro. It's going to be weird. If he doesn't sound like you, it's going to be crazy. It's a Bobby, it's a me, it's a, it's a playing on the voice chat with you. It's a Ravioli. Pasta, <laughs> spaghetti. Uh, okay. I mean, that's on that like, note. That's racist. No, bro. That's just an accent. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't uh, culturally appropriate an Italian man. It's a fellow European. It's okay, is it? It's all. Yeah. It's all. It's all laid out there. It's fine. Okay. Hundred yeah, percent. Uh, but we're gonna. We're gonna go. Listen up to you before we end the show or we're going to turn back around go up the ladder or you want to go down to the left because it kind of this if you can picture this imagine playing like the goonies on nintendo or even nightmare or friday 13 yeah like the first person view mode you're making the left but you're not really sure what's going on 
I'm Lots not. Of- I'm not prepared to risk the show. I think we should stop. Get it in the bag. Throw the recording equipment up mm-hmm. into the room where I found the little uh, dungeon in, and then we should go down. So I'll. Okay, that's fine. That's okay. I agree with you. I'll I'll finish off with some what I'm hoping to play. I might grind out a little bit more on Grand Theft Auto 4, see if I can get that mission to pop. If not, then I'll, put it, down crossed, to, I'll put it down to experience. Um, like I say, I'm torn. I've got like a few games that are bubbling on that I haven't really started, that I have started, that I haven't really started, that, you know, Infamous 2, maybe I'll double down on that. Maybe I'll pull something else off the shelf. I really just can't make my mind up at the moment. I'm feeling a bit apathetic towards gaming. Um, maybe... Maybe we will take them with us because the, sh- the show's over now. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, we'd end by reading out what we're uh, by you know the classic unofficial controller ending. You know where I thank them for their time. Look forward mm-hmm. to the pleasure of your company next week. Why don't we just have a little bimble down here and see what happens? Okay, I mean I'm gonna go. Um, yeah, we've got enough got enough mic lead between us I think we can make it we can at least see down to the left and to the right yeah I mean but uh, we can't go further so if there's more we have to just unplug and then you know God forbid okay. bro. I'm getting a really foreboding as we, I'm getting a really dark foreboding feeling in my spine Bobby I don't I don't know about this you know what we're not gonna make a right there's a Ouija board, so I'm out. Maybe uh, we'll look uh, to the left. I'm not going down there, dude. We'll go left. Yeah. There's things here, fine, but we ain't touching it with a Ouija board. No. All that's, the where my, that's where my heart crosses the line. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with a Ouija board. I'll, I'll mark you. No, thank you, pal. No. Um, now the lights are like an orangey color. That's Stop moving. There's something behind us.